Welcome back to another episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. My name is Abby, and this podcast is all about how to be an individual and be yourself when you're surrounded by people or society that want you to fit in. And since I live in Japan, I also compare cultural differences between Japan and the rest of the world. So before we get on to today's topic, I wanted to make a quick announcement that my podcast is now available on Stand FM. And what exactly is Stand FM? So Stand FM is a Japanese internet radio application. Because my podcast is tailored towards people living in Japan, mostly for foreigners, but I do wanted to get some Japanese listeners in. So I found out about this Stand FM through people that I follow online, and now it's available on this platform. So if you're Japanese and actually use Stand FM, all the episodes that I previously uploaded are all available on Stand FM as well. And To be honest, I am not a huge fan of Stan FM because obviously this podcast is available on almost all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. But Stan FM, I have to upload it separately and it's a little bit difficult to use. So I'm not a huge fan, but I do have some Japanese listeners that probably prefer using this. Yeah, so um, I... Not going to be doing this podcast in Japanese, obviously, because I do prefer English, but maybe one day if my listeners want my podcast to be in Japanese and talk about similar stuff,、uh, let me know. I don't know if I have time to work on it by myself, so I might need some help, but we'll see. But for now, it's just going to be uploaded in English. And yeah, another annoying thing about Stand FM is limited amount of words that could be uploaded on the title. And so if I copy whatever I was on my other podcast platform onto the Stand FM, I can't copy it because I think it was like 40 word limit, 40 letters, excuse me. So it's kind of annoying. So not a huge fan of it. Hopefully, my listeners can start listening to me on Apple Podcasts or any other platform but Stand FM, but I will keep uploading it. Okay, so let's get on to today's topic. Today's episode is all about the opposite of stand out by Please Fit In, but it's about me experiencing trying to fit in and stuff that I regretted, some stuff that I should have done. And just wanted to let you know that I wasn't always about being yourself because, especially my younger years, my teenage years, my college years, I was getting into peer pressure and I wanted to fit in because I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to notice me. So I do want e d to share this experience that I wasn't always perfect. I wasn't able to communicate through this podcast that, you know, what I teach or what I preach wasn't always perfect for me. So, I do wanted to make、um, a topic about this today and wanted to share my experience. I'm pretty sure you have gone through these similar experiences because I do talk about my younger self, and it's not always easy to be yourself, especially in your teenage years. You do want to make a good impression to anybody and everyone. So, it was always not easy for me. So, I do wanted to talk about this in today's topic. And the first thing is this is my inspiration for this episode is the type of clothes that you wear. And during 
the end of the year holiday season, I came across this article. It was a BuzzFeed article that I recently read. It was about Abercrombie and Fitch employees, secrets and horror stories. And I read this Abercrombie and Fitch. And if you guys are familiar with Abercrombie, especially like 15 years ago when it was a huge deal for younger teenagers and young adults, Abercrombie is literally the worst example of trying to fit in. For me, when I was in high school, all the it girls, all the it boys, people that are popular, they will wear Abercrombie. And the article, especially the employees, they talk about how working for the Abercrombie was nightmare, but I'm pretty sure they were working at Abercrombie just to fit in because you're the it person if you worked at Abercrombie or wearing their clothes. And for me, I definitely got sucked into that because Abercrombie it hasn't been like a really good brand when it comes to diversity. So for me, even though representing diversity is super important. At that time in my high school years, that was just not in the vocabulary for teenagers because you want to fit in, right? So I would beg my parents to take me to the store and buy their clothes, but I know it was not cheap. So I will always try to find like a sales section. And when I was in college, I was still buying stuff from Abercrombie because especially the kids section, the clothes fit me better because I'm a tiny person. So I remember I was going to the store and I was so happy that one of the staff at the store actually asked me if I wanted to work for them. So I'm like, yes, I am part of this group. I am fitting in. So I felt really happy. But looking back at it, I just felt that I was a little bit embarrassed. So the moral of this story is that clothes should not define you or brands, any brands. It doesn't have to be clothes. It could be like purses or... um, Yeah, so... Brands should not define you who you are. It is part of peer pressure of fitting in because of the stuff that you wear. And unfortunately, what I've noticed even today is that people are always constantly judging you on how you dress. And I actually experienced this few times in the past five years. And I'm an adult. I have a job. I do make a steady income. But still, the way I dress, the clothes that I wear... People think that I just don't have enough money, so they don't treat you right. And that's something that our culture should actually get rid of. But unfortunately, it just doesn't go away. So one thing that I actually learned from my dad, I still actually live by this, although I do get judged a lot, is for him, he was making decent amount of money. And he will tell me that his people at the office will actually ask him why he doesn't wear nicer clothes, why he doesn't drive a nicer car. So he was driving a Subaru Outback, but the people will say, oh, you make enough money, why don't you drive like a Mercedes or BMW? And he will actually like tell me and tell other people that, you know, it doesn't make sense when cars depreciate because once you buy a car the prices go down month by month well maybe year by year and clothes usually they go out of style and what is the point of buying super expensive things when cheaper clothes if you take care of it properly will last 
a long time, and I actually have clothes that I had since I was in high school that I still wear today. And honestly, it's been over fifteen years, so it is kind of getting old. But I still have clothes that I still wear. I think it's almost time for me to let it go, which I really feel sad because I had it for such a long time. And that's something that you should think about when you're trying to be. An individual, because even though you're getting judged for what you wear, what you own, it doesn't tell you that you're not a hard worker or you make a lot of money. You're easily influenceable. So that's something that I do want to talk about this in this podcast. And don't get me wrong, because I actually own some designer clothes. My 30th birthday, I always wanted a Burberry scarf, and I actually got one. I've been wanting it for five years because it's 100% cashmere. It looks good, and I. Did Did get it as a gift, but I would love to keep it till I become older and pass it to my children one day. I had this jacket that I had it for 13 years. It was a Nike running jacket that I use it during the winter, and it's kind of getting beat up. And I had to replace it. Now I bought like a Lululemon jacket. Looks exactly the same. So you know I do get sucked into the brands, and even. Currently, I use a MacBook. I bought a MacBook three years ago after switching from Windows, and the only reason why I bought the MacBook is because in Japan, a lot of the cheaper computers don't have English keyboards. So the only computers where you can buy with the English keyboard is an Apple computer or I think a Lenovo, maybe an HP, but it's very limited. And it's not very cheap, so the, all the prices are same. So I just stuck to the Mac because I have an iPhone. I do make a subconscious act about buying brands, but when you want to buy something, whether if it's a brand, you should always think about why you need these, not because other people have it. And you have to look at the ROI, return of investment, to see if you are going to use it and if its money is worth for you. So think about this when you buy something, not just because you. Or trying to fit in, or or everybody has it. And the second thing about me getting into peer pressure, this is not like hundred percent my fault because I feel like this is an influence of other people as well. I mean, I don't want to blame other people, but it's definitely an influence of parents and school is choosing what college to go to. If you're not from the U.S., you never lived in the U.S. before. College in United States is extremely expensive. It um, so I went to grad school in Japan. So when I came to Japan and looked at the tuition for grad school, it's I think um, the cost of going into college is probably five times more than what you pay in Japan. So it's very expensive, and depending on if you're from the state school or a private school, it can get like five more times. Because I went to a California high school. If you go to a state school, because I was in the top ten percent of my entire grade, there was an expectation that I had to go to a four-year university instead of another alternative university, and I felt kind of pressured that I have to do better or go to like the best school out of everybody else. Because if I don't go to those schools, people are going to judge you, saying why. It's because of. Me being in the top ten percent, I did get、um, some schools. I was able to automatically get in, kind of like a recommendation because I have the grades and I had extracurricular activities. So I felt that okay, I need to get into the best school as possible. 
and I have to apply for the best schools. So that's something that the school kind of teaches you. I don't know how it is now. Hopefully, any teachers that I'm listening, especially people that are in my generation, I'm curious to see how you teach your students on college acceptance and what I should have done or what you know, I wish that I should have kind of more took a role in it is I should have looked into all options. So not just top four-year university, I should have looked into community college, which is like a two-year transfer college. And for people who are not from the United States, once you go to this, you get like a general education for the first two years or however long you want to stay. Then you transfer into the four-year university. Or even if I'm going to a four-year university right after I graduate from high school, I could always look into like a cheaper option. So those are the two things that I actually didn't do, but I should have done. And I wish that I had more people telling me to do this. And those two options that I just mentioned, finance also comes into. Because for me, um, for undergrad, my parents paid for all of them. So I felt that, well, you know what? I'm going to four-year college. It's expected for me to go. So my parents will pay for it. And that was something that I should not have thought about. And obviously, you know, I'm 16, 17, 18 years old. So I'm not thinking about finance as much as people that are older. But to be honest, I kind of regret going to my undergraduate university. I just felt that I paid so much money for it. And although the only good thing that came out of that university is me able to put it on my resume. So that having that university name on my resume, that university being my alma mater. So that kind of helps me getting a job easier and kind of having like an icebreaker because it is considered as a good university. But I wish I didn't go there to be honest there was a lot more cheaper options where I could have gone and you know have a better lifestyle compared to me going to that undergrad and kind of regretting it so yeah so those are the two things that I wanted to talk about me actually trying to fit in and so be myself a lot of the stuff is you're a teenager, it always happens. But me looking back at it, I do feel like, oh, I wish there was some stuff that I should have done or I do regret my actions. So it's always nice to see going back at it and see what you did. And yeah, so next week, I'm finally having a guest on my podcast. I'm so excited. I know it's been so long since we had our first guest, Ari. My next guest, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but very excited to talk about this topic, especially because it's a really big deal globally, not just in Japan. So I'm excited to hear about this and I hope you guys are too. I don't want to talk about it now, so wait till next week. But anyways, as I mentioned always, if you have any questions or comments, please comment on my social media account listed in the show notes facebook twitter instagram anyways i'll see you next week bye